Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. The sun hangs heavy over the Valley of the Setting Sun. The Valley of the Setting Sun is a Scion 2nd edition game set in Phoenix, Arizona, and starring Craig as Sir Nicholas, Slavek as Jesse, and Mitch as Gary. Join our heroes as they adjust to their new powers and navigate the tangled roots of the Scion community. Will our heroes be able to achieve their destinies, or will their bones be left to dry under the desert sun? You can reach out to us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM, or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night, where you can find a link to our Discord. When we last left off, it was getting ready for the Fight Club. Now, we're going to do a tiny bit of rewinding a little bit, because Gary is back in. So, basically, Gary, you, you, get, you get back to the castle after, you know, some time has passed. And you see everyone, you know, getting ready for, you know, putting up banners. You, know, you see, at one point, Jesse literally, you know, perform magic and just, like, bless the tourney ground to literally change the terrain every few minutes. Interesting. So, yeah, it seems on you guys. I get out of my car, start walking towards the uh, the castle. What uh, what's going on here, guys? What I miss? Who does he see first? Oh, I guess Gorman Gander would challenge him, wouldn't he? Yeah. So yeah, you see, you know, the the giant snake that is usually small and wrapped around you know Jesse's neck, and he says, "Are you here to fight?" No, no, I'm not. Are your men here to fight? This the I- tournament is inside. And you know, from behind you, you hear like the berserkers going, "It was the, the fight club finally happening." You know, you know, someone like boss Gary. Yes, my men are here to fight. <laughs> then you just hear like, "Yes!" from behind you, and they just all sort of you know, you know, they go up to the snake and just start fighting it essentially to get get in. While that's going on, I'll just go around the fight and into the front door. All right, inside you definitely see there's like you know people milling about. You see a you know several human looking people walking around and you know they got various bits like some have armor on some you know have a lot of people have you know, weapons of some kind you see a few like strange human-ish creatures that you definitely have not seen before and then you you know you, you make your way through the crowd and you know you get into like the back room eventually you come across nick he was you know currently being donning some armor looking good nick nice and shiny oh man this male kind of chafes yeah but you got a very sparkly ass that's what's important yeah, so, uh, where have you been, Gary? So, uh, I went to buy suits, and I did so, but I knew we needed some, uh, you know, magical bling. So I went shopping. Found this really cool shop. Uh, they had some good stuff. I ran into Koshi while I was there. He had a bit of a problem. He was pretty good looking. I had some spare time, you know, being ditched by my friends and all. So I said yes. Went to this, uh, tedious little business award party to sniff out some sort of shape-shifting arms dealer this uh oni by the name of ibaraki i got there i did a little snooping got a number or two you know had had a little uh little fun and i started talking to this woman named taiti nguyen uh tai for short you know it turns out she worked for the oni and uh took me to their hotel room i thought it was going to end up a little bit differently but uh you know sometimes life surprises you we talked a little bit over some snacks, uh, some literal finger food. And apparently, Oni like to eat people. And I uh, managed to arrange a meeting. Okay. So, uh, what's the plan for tonight with your sparkly ass? Oh, so uh, remember that lady that you uh, 
or I think she was a lady that you set me up with to practice with at that Medusa club. Kind of. After a while, well, we'll together. Uh, apparently I have to. Yeah. Apparently I have to fight her sister now. Uh, long story, but apparently she ensnared this uh, uh, mortal guy. And, you know, one thing led to another. And I guess fight club's happening now. Sweet. Is anyone covering it? What do you mean? Cover? I mean, like, you know, is someone blogging about it? You got a photographer here. Is it going to go up on the news? Is this on the, you know, quieter um, side of things? Who's catering? Have you never run an event before? Uh, we're kind of new at this. We we got Tiffany as a judge, sort of mediator. Dude, dude, you're a scion hosting an event. We got to have like catering. We got to get like a live DJ. We, God damn it. I mean, we got a rock band. Like an actual musical rock band, not just a gathering of earth elementals and stone golems and all that. Gary, is that you? Gary, are you here to fight? No, no, but apparently I am going to have to organize food, beverages, music. Yeah, that's great. What do you like Are on you your pizza? To fight? Uh, no, what do you want on your pizza? Anchovies. All right, Gary's going to pull out his phone and call the nearest pizza joint. How many people does he see gathered for this event? He sees about 30-ish. All right, so he'll call up the nearest pizza place. Yeah, I need a place in order for delivery. I'm going to need about, uh, let's do 10 sheet pizzas, one with anchovies, one with jalapenos, one with pineapple, ham, and bacon, and the last seven will do four pepperoni, three cheese. Would you like any drinks with that? Like a what? Would you like some drinks with that? Would, would you like some drinks with that? Yeah, do you guys have kegs? And then you eat, uh, let me check. Uh, what, kind of ke- what, kind of, what kind of drink would you like? We do have kegs, yes. Uh, like two of each. All right. And then you hear like in the distance, guys, giant size, get on it. Cool. How long is this going to take? Okay. So if we use a big oven, about 40 minutes. All right. Sounds good. See, uh, park at the end of the driveway and ignore the giant snake. Is the giant, is, will the giant snake eat us if we try? Uh, if they want to fight, then they should not ignore the giant snake. No, ju- the just just leave everything at the end of the driveway, and I will come get it. All right. The snake will not eat you if you leave immediately. Okay. Probably. Send Tyler on the, the journey, and then you call ins. All right. I think Gary's going to go up to his little stash in the castle and change into a very appropriate fight club outfit, something a little less flashy than what he normally wears. Okay. But still very sexy. All right. So we're going to fast forward a bit. And so now the, the day goes by, people get prepared. And during those preparations, I know we said uh, Jesse wanted to uh, try to do, to uh, basically just do a little bit of a casting the runes a bit. Yep. I'll say that, yeah, you get, you did all the preparations and you, you know, you have, you know, various bits of like runes carved into like some rocks you have arranged around you. And again, you, you dip into like, the cold the ice in your blood almost like it's like there's you and then there's like this almost like this current cold energy that's in you and you tap into that and you and at one point you you look into it and you see it's like there's you, you see a vision almost. you see yourself and you you will know you're you know in some kind of combat and you're not sure what exactly but there's something like some kind of thing 
cover like the sky is going dark, but there's no clouds or anything. It's it's like there's something covering you. So yeah, and you see that, and then you know, the uh, the 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 runes sort of like the magic sort of snaps back into you, and you're just left with this knowledge that yeah, there's something, uh, some kind of you know, some kind of covering is going to come come to you. And in the meantime, so, so I know so Nicholas is getting ready, Jesse is getting ready. So Gary, you have chosen not to participate. I'm guessing. <laughs> Oh yeah, Gary's a lover, not a fighter. All right, so if you want to, you can choose. You can literally, as a scion, since you have chose the purview of epic stamina, you can literally bless someone with stamina to be basically like they would literally last longer in the fight. <laughs> you know, I was willing to bless someone so that they would last longer, but then you had to qualify it with in the fight. <laughs> I mean, they could last. It's just it's it can be it can doesn't have to be you know, a specific. It could just be general stamina for all kinds of things. <laughs> it could last longer than the fight and the fights, quote unquote. We all know where Sir Nicholas's road is heading. <laughs> <laughs> Gary starts blessing all of his dates. No, no, no. <laughs> Doesn't quite work that way, but yeah. So, are you gonna try to bl- literally bless anybody specifically? You can only do one person. Yeah, I'll bless Sir Nick. All right. Let me just check, double check. Yeah, if you you can grant a plus two enhancement or ignore up to three points of complication. So basically, I what specific what kind of action are you trying to bless him with? Like, try to talk to me a bit about it. All right, I'm not sure how the blessing system works. So basically, it means that you sort of imbue your legend, your one dot of legend, and you can grant a plus two enhancement to a single action of its of a type. So say, you know, uh, endure the pain. You can have Nick literally just, you know, buckle down and have a bonus to whatever, you know, trying to block blows or whatever. Or if you right. want to, or you can ignore the pain and just push to it or whatever. All right. So as, as Nick's getting ready, Gary will go down and talk to him and be like, so Nick, I know you got a lot riding on this. And hopefully later on, you'll have a lot riding on you. But for right now, I want to talk to you about this fight. It's competition. Now, wearing all that heavy armor has got to yeah. be pretty exhausting. I'm a bit nervous. Yeah, I feel you. Uh, that armor looks heavy. It looks like it will be very exhausting, you know. takes a lot of stamina to really stick it through. And I'm not sure you've really, well, stuck it through in the way that I mean. But, you know, I'm pretty sure you've stuck it through in some way. So here's what I'm going to do for you. I want you to do really well in this. And with that, Gary will grab Nick by the shoulders. I want you to kick some serious ass. All right? So make sure that when you feel like your strength is waning and the exhaustion is setting in, think of me. Think of my sexy, sexy abs and let them carry you through the fight. Let them refresh you. I bless you with the stamina (laughs) to persevere through exhaustion. Uh, Okay. Um, I, I, I guess when I get tired, I'll think of you, Gary. And Nick is... Just remember the discipline and the endurance it takes to craft these finely chiseled lines. And so, actually, as you say that, even though the wording is putting you off, Nick, you definitely, you, you literally, you can feel there's like some, like some kind of energy, almost like, like covering you, and it's like filling your bones. And just, and you can tell, like the armor, it's still, we can still feel the weight of it, but it definitely feels like you could wear it for a lot longer now. Uh, so, like in mechanical terms. Uh, he might have removed the cumbersome tag. Uh, kind of, yeah. Basically, it's, yeah. So 
for all intents and purposes, that it means that if you want to like you know do some like a you know run a lot in your armor and stuff, it will not you know get in your way. Okay. But uh, if you like, yeah. you know, like uh, if, thanks, if you, Gary, yeah. If you like want to you know do gymnastics in it, that won't, that won't help you. But yeah, that'd be epic dexterity, totally different. But yeah, that's so, oh, yeah, yeah, Gary. You, you you definitely feel like you know there's like something you know, you feel like something click in you, and you definitely feel like you know you have t- left left your mark on <laughs> Sir Nick. Don't let me down, Nick. All right. So Tiffany goes up. She announces the start of the Fight Club. And first of all, we're going to start with, I believe there was a personal challenge issued out to you. And so we're going to start with Sir Nicholas versus the consort. So Is that her name? Well, I'll get into it. Let me, you have, let me, let me just have the scene first. So yeah, Sir Nick, you're, you know, you get up. I'll, I'll, actually, first, let me roll for the terrain. Gary's going to grab a martini. Okay. So we got a four. So that is Taiga. Okay. So that you see the ter- you see the, the you know the attorney grounds, which used to be you know just sort of rocky desert ish. They said like the change is almost like like this sh- like this uh, you know hills like little hills and gra- like shrubs and grass sort of pu- come up, and you feel like this almost like a weird rush of wind is like this air- feeling of like coolness and coldness sort of come up to you. You see like you know a couple of trees pop up like you know. Like you know, like fir or pine, and then it's, then they they just sort of like you know, if you're outside of the arena, you feel like you know the heat of the sun on your face. But then as you step in, it, 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 the temperature drastically changes. And so you wait, you sit, you stand there waiting a bit in your armor with your sword, and then eventually you see a figure come come up the other side of it. You see a uh, you see a fig. You can't make it. Hang on, she's wearing a. You know, it look it looks like metal, but it doesn't quite like shine like metal. It's something a bit different. And you definitely see in her hand she's got a mace, and you see like a dark helmet just sort of like you know being lifted off her off her shoulders. And then you see the face of the woman you saw in the bar the other night. And so from the uh, announcer stand, Theophania says, beginning with our first rivalry match, I suppose. On one side we have Sir Nicholas, and on the other side we have what's her name? And then you you see the woman on the, on the armor just stand you know stand tall and say the consort Sir Nicholas versus the consort. All right, the rules are simple: you fight until your opponent surrenders. Knocking your opponent out or killing them will result in your disqualification. Now fight. After she says fight, Gary's going to yell, "Nick, get her number for me!" What? <laughs> As uh, like Nick's just standing there with a the sword. All right, so yeah, the consort puts her helmet back on. You could see it's it's. Again, it, it, it's made out of the same like it's almost metal, but it looks it looks more like it's obsidian almost. It, it's very weird looking. So she like just stalks towards you slowly with like a with a mace in her hands. What do you do? I think I take up like a defensive stance, um, and I think Nick's trying to like let her make the first move to see what uh, she actually is capable of. All right, so I and, think uh, that's you. You're going full defense. So basically, take basically double your uh, dice pool for your defense four successes so now you need to roll your defense i think that's two successes all right so yeah that's it's you definitely feel like the the mace sort of just crashes into you and you you block it with your sword somewhat but you definitely still feel the impact on your armor and it hurts so i believe you take i think you yeah, mark off of a health box all right so then you, you hear you hear sort of like you know snarl just like 
Is this all you have, knight? Are you just going to stand there and let me beat you? Good. I thought, and I thought this would be a challenge. Uh, Nick um, is kind of reeling back because he actually wasn't expecting it to hurt like that, um, even with all the armor on, and says, well, now that you got that out of you, I suppose it's my turn. And he kind of towards her and like, uh, like kind of winds up with a big strike and then tries to like um, do like a feint and then um, slip it in with the point. Okay. So give me an attack roll, which would, I believe should be like, you know, might and uh, close combat. I think that's one success. One success? All right, so remember, you have enhancements on your uh, sword, so I believe that should be bo- give you bonus yeah. successes. Plus one enhancement, so that's two, and then negates two armor and the fear effect, but the negating two armor only affects if it actually goes through. All right, so let me check things. So that's two successes or three? Two so armor you have two successes. Okay. Yes. I'll definitely say, yeah, it's not quite enough to hurt her. But you definitely, you, de- it, you definitely see like it makes a nice dent in her armor. And she she reels back a bit. And she's definitely, she's, you can't really see her face, but definitely, she sounds surprised by that. At least the uh, the impact is uh, doing something. Yes. Something. So yeah, that, then she reels back and then she, like, you know, she circles around you a bit. So... You do so. I, I gotta remember. You do have some advantages. All right then, let's make this fun. Then she goes into attack again. Four successes again. Yeah, that all those would hit. <laughs> all right, so she hits you again, and you again. You you were basically just, you were just pretty much knocked back onto like your uh, base. Oh, you were pretty much knocked off your feet essentially, as you go, go down. And you definitely you you definitely feel that impact that time. So mark another injury. <laughs> His sexy, sexy abs, Gary. A Nick. So yeah, you you hear Jesse shouting encouragement at you. <laughs> Gary's gonna finish his martini, grab himself another one, and as he gets back and sees all this, Nick, Nick, sweep the leg. Uh, Nick's gonna think of Gary's abs and then like try to like go up top um, with a, a cut to the sword, but then bring it down and like go for her leg. Actually, so, all right. Let's say, give me an attack roll. And remember, each failure, you get momentum. So you, I believe you have one momentum so far. All right. That would be uh, three successes with the enhancement from the sword. All right. So that's definitely enough. You you managed to, you know, get in. Like, you get a right in, like, you know, the, the leg. You stab through the armor. And for a moment, she just pauses. And then she just, like, screams and, like, just, ba- you know, backs away. As you could definitely hear, like, a sizzling as from where the sword struck her leg. She just you. Do you yield? Do you you bastard? Do you yield? Nick says probably a little bit too more too much. No, no, we're in the door just getting started. Okay, let's let's see how you like this. And then she goes in for another attack. Give me that roll. That's a whole lot of nothing. All right, so yeah, again you get more uh, momentum, and so again. Uh, she hits you again, and th- again you you go flying back, and this time you just you you definitely feel like something broke. How much uh, damage? Uh, she get did she get through? Yeah, so so I believe like each thing will add another tick, another box. Yeah, I got um, armor with the hard three, so I think she has so far gotten once through. Okay. Yeah. So is that like a, an additional success that she needs, or is that just like an extra? Yeah. But, so so for armor, it can work either, either give you more health boxes, or can make the 
make them have to do more successes to actually hit you. And so I believe you went for more health boxes. Is that what you said? Or did you want I think more? that's what I have. Okay, so yeah. So yeah, again, like you're definitely hit, hit you again. So I think that should be like two health boxes knocked down. Yeah. So basically this, this entire time she's been cutting away pieces of my arm with her uh, mace just like denting it in and it's just probably been falling off and that last one um she kind of like got through in a place where there's yeah yeah I'd definitely say that yeah she's like banging you know breaking pieces off and then like the definitely one got you already right in the ribs so yeah now you're definitely you're definitely feeling the pain right now of this and remember you do have momentum and you have other stuff you want you can use like remember you still have a legend if you so if you want to you know, try to attack her with you know yeah like a, make a, a sword water blade or something. You could do that. Gary's going to pull his shirt up just a little bit and start motioning towards his abs. <laughs> uh, Sir Nicholas uh, catches uh, Gary flashing him and then remembers, oh, yeah. And he's kind of thinking of, like, some way to get around this because, like, he's probably going to lose the the force-on-force force battle. So, like, the kind of, like, uh, winter forest right now. Yeah. Sort sort of like um, winter um, is there like forest like a, slash you know hit you know grassy hill ish. Is there a way to like basically spend or imbue legend to like melt like like some of the the water off and just kind of like cat like uh, encase her in like a sort of water bubble? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely think yeah, you could totally do that. So yeah, that would be. So that would definitely be imposing a condition. So, yeah. So, yeah, you have to spend legends for that. So, yeah, I'll say you definitely... You, okay. like, uh, for you, it's like Nick sort of like a... Actually, describe. How, how, you, how does Nick sort of tap into his divine power to do this? Um, he probably goes like into like... Well, because he's still fighting like a, like a defensive stand doing in the beginning. But instead of like really concentrating on like a full defense, he kind of just starts muttering like a prayer and like invoking the name of like the ladies of the lake and, and all the way back like up his uh line and lineage um just trying to like invoke the power of those before him and the spirit of the water and like because it's a christian mythos uh, uh like the name of god um pops in there a few times and like it to the casual observer, it'll probably look like just Nick is muttering something, and then like it kind of just gets louder as like some of the snow is melting and kind of congealing and globbing. To- All right, yeah, yeah, I definitely say like yeah, you know, you see like the, the snow start melting around you, and also just water just starts to appear out of thin air as it sort of like begins to encase her, encase the consort. And for a moment, you hear her yell, and she like th- thrashes at the water, but then just encases her completely. And so she is not going to attack you this time. And instead, she's going to try and, uh, you know, get out of the uh, water. And she did not make it. So, yeah, she is clearly, uh, she, she is struggling and thrashing in the water. She's not drowning, but you can definitely tell that she is, you know, like when she tries to get out of it, like the water literally follows her. And so she is clearly you know, having a bad time. Uh, Nick is going to, because he has like water as part of his purview, he's just going to kind of like, as this globe of water is just growing and growing around her just like walk into it and while she is kind of like suspending and like being thrown about by the water nick's just walking like he is was earlier unencumbered at all and basically goes up to her and because he has water um, purview he can breathe and he can talk and 
Um, he just takes yeah. a sword and puts it around her neck and says, yeah, everything's normal for Nick, but she's just going around. He takes the sword and puts it around her neck and basically says, how about now, do you? And so she, she like stops thrashing for a minute as much as she can. She just looks at you and she just glares at you. Like so much that you, if, she, if looks could kill, you would definitely be dead several times. And she, and she, you see her mouth sort of work up and stuff and for a while. And then she's just, she like looks down. She you know, throws down her mace. It you know clatters out of the water bubble, and then she like kneels down. I drop the water effect, but keep the uh, sword around her neck, um, and just like everything around us is just getting wet at this point, except for Nick, who his hair is perfect and he's completely dry at this point. And um, uh, Nick looks up to uh, Theophanio Jones and says, uh, "My lady, uh, the consort has surrendered." And then you hear victory goes to Sir Nicholas, and then you hear like some cheering, and you and, and it is in the in the uh, the audience uh, stands. You do see Mel sort of you know, waving her arms out and cheering your name. Uh, Nick blushes, and then Gary will have to catch uh, Mel's eyes. But what will Gary do? Gary will gently caress his abs. Sixty <laughs> percent of the time works every time. All right. <laughs> so so Nick tries to like make this um like meaningful moment with um Mel and like Nick um uh, Nick sees Gary just stand up right in front of her and just gets like Gary abs in his field of vision. <laughs> Jesse goes on to congratulate her Nick. See you in the finals, Nick. Man, I don't know how much more of that I got. I mean I hope we have a healer on hand or something. Oh kind of just kind of goes back over to the the puddles of water and just kind of lays down in it for a while. <laughs> There's fights here. Go lay in some strange tubs of water elsewhere. And as you say that, you usually like you know, a couple of the nights, you know, get out, like, bring out a little like portable tub with water in it. Yeah, Nick's gonna go freshen up. All right, because the power. All right, so yeah, so yeah, Nick's gonna go heal in the water as much as he can. And so, I, I so Jesse, did you want uh, to fight Finn in a and like a separate thing, or did you want to like have the official tournament start and fight him in that? Because the fight between Nick and the console were sort of like a like a yeah, separate ordeal. Yeah, a challenge. Uh, I think we'll see where chance takes us. Maybe like okay. In, so we're gonna go. I think film. like yeah, if it's like the second or third round or something. Okay, let's... that's fu- okay. We'll do that then. So yeah, the a tur- the tournament officially starts, and you know you see several fighters go on before you in the first round. And you see uh, Kiernan and Finn, and you see you see a couple more. You see them doing their stuff, and you see a couple of more uh, interesting people uh, stand out a bit. Like one it looks Vietnamese almost. She you see, you see her like just handily take down a, one of uh, Gary's berserkers with the, just bare hands. And you see you see it, well, one really weird guy. It looks like he doesn't. Ha- it looks like he has like a you know like a, a shirt that's op- a button up shirt that's opened, and instead of and there's no head. It's there's just a, a like a, a spike or a little fleshy point where the head would be and on the chest there's you can see that there's, there's the, a face and the skin and the features they sort of look somewhat native american ish if you squint and and you can definitely see like on the feet they don't they're not wearing shoes but you can definitely see it looks like bird talons almost and you, and also you do see uh in the corner of like uh, looks like you see like a lamia which is like a woman that looks like a woman from the waist up normally but waist down it's a snake Gormagander, you into that? And then you see you know, Gormagander having done his like, guard duty, he just looks at you and just 
Too much soft pink flesh. Ugh. <clears throat> That's what I thought. Gary, Gary, go hold Gormengander while I fight. All right, so yeah, I'll say that for the first round, you just you get set up to like it looks like just some uh, you know tough looking elf. You see like the, with the pointed ears, it looks and you got some tattoos, looks rough. But you you take him down pretty easily. It's you know it's if he definitely knows he knows how to throw a punch, but it, it's just no match for you. Yawn. So yeah, yeah. The ne- the next round commences, and so next round, uh, let me. I'm gonna roll and see if you get uh, someone interesting, or if you just get a um, a uh, a regular fight. Oh, well, uh, Sir Nick, are you still gonna fight in this? Or are you just gonna bow out after like your first fight? Uh, well, uh, Nick had a spend legend for his. Is amazing water effect correct? Yes. So you have no legend so, right now. I, I think when he go, went over to uh, like go into the bath and like before he had all, he never had a problem imbuing legend before into the water to heal himself, and now he's like unable to like bring it back up. So he's like a little worried, and he's kind of like thinking, "Why isn't this working?" So, and you, there are several things you, if you want to, you can regain. You're a legend if you want to. There are like you could do try to do a couple do that, of things. But, so to do that, uh, I know you like there's either a fate binding or there's a sacrifice that needs to be made. Basically, or, it's like it you can do like a kind of ritual to the gods the first time for like a small thing, or you could do a fate binding. And then if you want to like later on in the if we like you know, if you use your legend more often, then the, uh, the the requirements to refill your legend will get higher if you if you didn't want to do fate binding. So, like, you could literally, the, this first time around, you could either, like, ask your mother for help or you could get fate binding. It, it's, it's still low cost for, right, the first time. Okay. Um, I think for the first time, since so this is, like, the first time, like, he actually had a spend legend, even though we're many sessions in. He's going to just kind of, like, he's thinking to himself, like, why isn't this working? And it always works before. And then, like, I think he reaches over and, like, grabs his phone and starts texting his mom. And, and then so, you see like a text back, just like I am here, and, the... and then you you do see her in like this, like in like a little like a special, you know, like the VIP box. Oh, oh, great! So uh, I, I run up and uh, say, uh, yeah, mom, did you see the fight? Yes, son. And I must say, I was worried for a moment. The Fey, yeah, even though I, was I too, and am then, uh... one of, the, I used to be one of them. They can be cruel in their desires. Yeah. I was worried too, but then my friend Gary showed me his abs, and then I had this idea with watching, reminding me of. Anyways, um, I tried to do that thing where I bathe and then I feel better, but it's not working. Yes, you 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 are still young, and you are just coming into your power. It is easier for newly awakened, I suppose, scions to overtax their powers. And then she she just you know she just like sort of places a hand on you and just uh, like you hear her mutter like some, some magic words under her breath. Then you feel it's almost like a muscle that you had tried to reach out just like it's like healed, and you can you can like feel you can reach out again and touch that power you had earlier. Okay, so should I try it again? And then yes, I I gave I helped you out this time. I, I cannot always so easily help you in this manner. There will be times when we will have to uh, work harder to restore this. We won't. Just do not frivolously throw your might around. Yeah. I didn't want to, but it was... I mean, I really couldn't lose that one, because then I'd be... 
Yes, I understand. You know, into her depth for like a year, you know, various, but okay. Thanks, Mama. Okay, go try it again. And so Nicholas is going to like jump in the tub and actually, it should actually work this time. All right. So yeah, you 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 heal. I think like it heals like one box of damage. I think so. Yeah, that he, that he, that heals up. You definitely you're still hurting, but you're not as bad. Yeah, I I'm at one box instead of two, but uh, my my armor's all busted up. So gonna go try the next one, but just like the leather jacket. All right. So yeah, I don't say yeah. The, for the first round, you you also get like a, a an easier fight. You 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 face off actually one against one of uh, Gary's berserkers, and one on one, it's. Even though you're, it's a bit of a closer fight, but you still managed to you know, come out in the end without really any getting more injuries. Just to make it clear, when the kegs and pizza arrive, Gary sequestered two of the kegs just for his boys. <laughs> Part of the attraction of Scion is how the hands of fate can dictate plot and propel the action forward. Encounter-based games are interesting ways to experience tales in bite-sized chunks. If you enjoy this type of storytelling, Check out our back catalog for games like 13th Age, Clips Phase, or Exalted for more encounter-based fun.